Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Things have become very, very clear in the National Football League. It has become very apparent, very evident. I noticed something on Saturday night about the National Football League. I don't know if it's a good thing, but it is totally obvious to me. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are right now listening to the program, we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here on... Fox Sports Radio and live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I have no idea what time it is where you're at. We got daylight savings going on. Some of you, uh, you know, five minutes ago thought that the 2 a.m. hour was going up and now it's 3 a.m. This is this is going to confuse everybody, but we will have we will have some information regarding our show and how it affects our show coming up in about 15 minutes. I will say that. Um, But I did want to get to this out of the NFL because I noticed this on Saturday night. I don't know if anybody else has been paying this kind of attention to it, but some news came out of the NFL on Saturday in which uh, Richard Sherman, who was just, I mean, within the last 24 to 48 hours, was cut by the Seattle Seahawks. They were going to part ways and move on from Richard Sherman. He is signing with the San Francisco 49ers. And the terms of the deal, it's a three-year, $39 million deal. Um, It's uh, a lot of incentives in the contract from everything that we're hearing. And uh, and it's, you know, done deal. Richard Sherman is going to be a San Francisco 49er. And it screamed to me, and obviously he's got Bay Area ties because he played uh, at Stanford, um, because he's familiar with the area and obviously with the division. But it screamed to me 
one of these, oh, you think I'm done type situations to where Richard Sherman looks around, hears the whispers, knows he's coming off injury, and it's like, okay, so you guys don't think I got it anymore. Not only will I prove to you that I got it, but I'm going to do it twice a year in your division when we play each other in the next three years. That's how that's going to go. So it's not all that surprising. That's kind of who Richard Sherman is. He's always had a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, always wanted to prove people wrong, mid-round draft pick, uh, all-pro, Super Bowl champion. Like that's, that's just sort of who the guy is. But it just it's another revenge-type storyline between division rivals, and it's all sort of happening in one portion of the NFL. Like, I'm looking at the Sherman deal, and I'm kind of looking through some of the interesting storylines and all that, and I just, it really jumped out to me on Saturday night as I was looking and preparing for the show. The NFC is so much more interesting than the AFC. Like, if you were to go down and just talk about some of the top storylines in each conference, it's not even close. Like, it is, there is such a drastic difference between the interesting and competitive storylines heading into next season. We're not even at free agency. I mean, this could this could change and get even, the gap could widen even further. We still got the draft coming up. But it is so obvious that the NFC is just that much more interesting and that much more up for grabs and competitive than the AFC is. Just look at it like this. So in the AFC, here's what we got. I just jotted down some storylines in the AFC. Here's what we got. We've got the Patriots' dominance. Been going on for a decade and a half, almost two decades now. It's the same story every year. They're going to dominate their division. They're going to get a first-round bye. They're going to host at least one playoff game, probably two, and then they'll make a run at a Super Bowl. That's just the way it's going to be. I mean, like that's Tom Brady, the Patriots. It's like LeBron in, in, in the NBA Finals, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You just sort of pencil it in. Like, that's the New England Patriots. you got the the dominant New England Patriots. You've got the Pittsburgh Steelers with a ton of talent, but you've also got a quarterback in the final couple of years of his career, and he's already multiple times hinted at retirement. And if you say it out loud, it means you've been saying it privately a lot more than you've been saying it out loud. You've got the Cleveland Browns, who are interesting because they're making all these moves, another trade, well, with the New England Patriots, Danny Shelton, the defensive tackle, a first-round draft pick was traded on Saturday. So the Browns are out there wheeling and dealing, bringing in Jarvis Landry. They've got two of the top four picks in the NFL draft. They've got five of the first 65 or whatever the hell else it is. So the Browns are at least something interesting to kind of pay attention to to see if they can turn this thing around. You've got a young Jaguars defense. They're fun, uh, a lot of energy, a lot of trash talk, kind of reminiscent to what the Seattle Seahawks were. And then you got John Gruden returning to the Oakland Raiders. That's the AFC. So let's go ahead and sum that up quickly. What we're talking about on one half of the NFL spectrum, in one half of the NFL, you've got two quarterbacks approaching retirement. You've got a team with one win in two years. You've got a franchise who plays part-time in London and just recently started taking the tarps off the top deck of their home stadium. And you've got a coach who's been out of the league for over a decade. 
That's the AFC. Look, we're all going to watch. We're still going to pay attention to it. We're all going to get fired up when preseason football comes back because we're going to be starving at that point for some football. There's still some decent players and some good teams, but that's the AFC. Go over to the NFC. You see what the Rams did this week? Bringing in a keep to leave. Already had Marcus Peters there. Young coach. Really going for it. Not just settling for what they did last year. Trying to trying to chase a championship. Back in L.A., completely renovated franchise and football team. A, a completely new energy around that team. They're an exciting young team. And now you got players around the league, not only because of the market, but the style of play and because of the coaching staff and everything around them, the aura, they want to play for the L.A. Rams. The 49ers, we talked about the Richard Sherman signing. Jimmy Garoppolo's there now. John Lynch has taken over. There's just It's a different team from the first half of the season into the second half. You've got a young head coach, a lot of energy, very similar to the L.A. Rams. That's going to spice that all up. The Seahawks are still there. Russell Wilson's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Pete Carroll always has something to say, and there's still some talent within that roster, although this is clearly a sign that they're rebuilding towards the future. The Eagles are just coming off a Super Bowl and their starting quarterback, their franchise quarterback, who didn't even play when they won the Super Bowl, is returning. You've got the Cowboys looking to bounce back from a down year following the year before. They've got their franchise quarterback and their franchise running back there. They've got a ton of talent on defense, and Jerry Jones is always a soundbite. The Redskins have got a brand-new quarterback in D.C. The Giants are trying to get back to prominence. They've got the second pick in the first round of the NFL draft coming up next month. You've got the Minnesota Vikings who were close to going to a Super Bowl. They might add Kirk Cousins to an already star-studded roster trying to chase down a Lombardi trophy. you got the Packers and Aaron Rodgers returning. The Bears think they found a franchise quarterback, and they've got a ton of money that they want to spend in free agency, and they've got a top-10 pick in the first round. The Saints feel like they've found something. they got a pair of running backs now and a defense to go with Drew Brees you got the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton. There's always something happening there. you got the Falcons two years removed from the Super Bowl appearance. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have got a wide receiver they just paid $85 million to, a young quarterback, and Deshaun Jackson still on that team. Like, there's a lot going on in the NFC. Find me one aspect of one team in the NFC that you go, uh, I don't know, doesn't really do anything for me. Just, eh, ho-hum, no, nothing really there. You could go team by team in the NFC and say, that's interesting. You'll get lost in the AFC. Like, just go look at the AFC East. Outside of the Patriots, what do you got? The Jets? Cool. What else? (laughs) The Dolphins don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. They just got rid of their best wide receiver. And Dominican Sue may be out the door. He may have already been cut. Who knows? Like... It's just, it's a totally different conversation between both conferences. And it doesn't guarantee that it's going to be a better conference. It's not guaranteeing that the Super Bowl champion is going to come out of the NFC like it did this year. But if you were to just cut it in half, cut it down the middle, and if you were to write down storylines in the AFC and storylines in the NFC that you would find interesting, you'll notice one thing. If the AFC is on your left, you got about five or six 
The NFC, you got a page and a half worth. Like, it's just a completely different conference. And it's happened within the last year and a half. Like, you've got a ton of potential in the NFC. Like, it could be a scenario to where it, it, it plays out a lot like what we've seen in the NBA. To where in the NBA, you've got the Western Conference, you've got the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference is a formality. LeBron James is going to get to the finals, right? So it's basically a race for second place. Over in the Western Conference, yeah, Golden State, they were the best team. But for a while, some people were like, eh, I don't know, maybe Oklahoma City. You know, maybe San Antonio still wants to take back their throne. The Clippers made a run at it. Like, it is the it is craziness up and down the NFC if you just go team by team. And the more I'm thinking about it, I'm looking at the NFC West, and I'm kind of looking at all the divisions. Like, you know, there's a lot of these, these divisions in the NFC have a lot in common. It's up for grabs, and it's going to be a wild season coming up. We haven't even approached a draft. Free agency still hasn't started. That kicks off next week. The NFC is bonkers, man. <laughs> it is going to be a lot of fun uh, this upcoming season. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Up next... There is uh, some important news regarding this show and Daylight Savings, all right? I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for this. Uh, I, this is uh, something that I have discussed with the bosses, and, um, and this is going to have a major impact on this show. So find out how it involves you next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So this is a uh, a daylight savings edition of the program here on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, and we've got some interesting uh, information. This we sort of talked about this a little bit on the show yesterday, but this is I I, I don't know that this has ever been done in radio. This actually could be radio history. Um, so here is the scenario, and let me just welcome in the crew before we get to uh, to all that. Um, but here is the uh, the scenario. Uh, Brady Quinn, by the way, uh, my radio wife on Sunday nights here at Fox Sports Radio, will be joining us here less than 10 minutes from now uh, to talk uh, about the Cleveland Browns, the changes in Seattle, all sorts of NFL stuff. So Brady Quinn, uh, my radio wife, will be with us here less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Can't wait! Um, so the crew is in the building here. This is a uh, a very... It's an interesting show. This is a, one of the more unique shows that we have done. Uh, Iowa Sam is your tech producer, as always. Uh, Sam Hello, is in Jonas. the house. Uh, he is uh, he is ready to rock. Uh, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Michael, Michael, what's up, Jonas? And then the uh, the great Ralph Irvin, the most violent man in sports radio, is here as well too. Ralph Irvin is your national update anchor here at Fox. Yes, sir, uh, brother. Um, so here is and and this took some some convincing, um, but I've got a lot of pull uh, here with management. Uh, clearly. I've got a lot of pull, and they understand that uh, that weekend overnights keep the lights on at Fox Sports Radio. You know, it's like when people say, well, how do you think all those fountains and casinos get built in Vegas? Like, how do you think all the weekday shows survive because of weekend overnights? Like, we, we keep the lights on here at Fox Sports Radio. So, clearly, I've got some pull. 
And uh, I talked with my boss about what we were going to do for daylight savings because the the clock jumps up ahead. So anybody in the central time zone or eastern time zone, you have already experienced that. It is now three in the central time zone, four in the eastern time zone. You lose an hour of sleep, but it sort of has a unique impact on this show because it happens right in the middle of this show. So after talking with my bosses, they we came to an agreement. And they said, here's the deal. We know you prefer to do the full three-hour show, so we will allow you to do your normal and standard three-hour show here on Fox Sports Radio under one condition. Iowa Sam, your tech producer, has to stay sober the first two hours. Now, normally you would think, well, professional network, this is broadcasting. I mean, that shouldn't be that, that, that difficult of a task. But then you factor in a a crucial element to all this, Iowa Sam, okay? It It is very difficult for Iowa Sam to go two hours on this show without booze. That is a that is a chore in itself, all right? So what we are going to do is towards the end of hour two, we are going to give Sam a breathalyzer test, all right? We're going to check in with him throughout the show. We're going to give him a breathalyzer test. Before hour two ends, and if he blows zeros on the breathalyzer, and we have the breathalyzer synced up to Fox Sports Radio, so it'll give off an alert um, should he he blow anything over a point zero zero. But if he shows up zeros, then we're going to get that final hour. If not, uh, they're cutting us off after two hours. And I have no idea what the punishment will be moving forward, but they're going to cut us off after two hours. So, Sam, after hearing all that, do you feel pressure to stay sober? Or, or is this, um, are the nerves affecting you at all? Are they going to affect just, your performance? I just finished my amp still light. I'm sorry. Um, what was that? That's oh. not, listen, that's not funny. I, I want to do a full show, man. I don't need you boozing up. I don't need you. Yeah, uh, so we're off after an hour. Okay. I No, listen, seriously. No booze. That's all I'm asking. I don't ask for a whole lot, man. I, I, I don't ask you. I don't demand you play certain bumper music. I don't demand you, you do this or that. Like, all I'm asking you, don't drink. That's it for two hours. You want to drink with uh, Andy Furman uh, afterwards? Andy Furman, who takes over on Fox Sports Radio after we're done, that's fine. Go ahead and, and, and shred beers during that. Have a Bloody Mary, if you will. It's the morning time. That's fine. But just stay sober these two hours. That's all I'm asking. I like to drink when the listeners are still drinking. I mean, right now it's still kind of party time, Listen, middle of the night. By I, 3 a.m. Pacific time, everyone's going to sleep or okay, passed out. Okay, I understand. Um, but we still have friends in Hawaii that are listening. And we don't need them encouraging you because next thing you know, you're drinking a, a Kona longboard uh, during one of the breaks and, and you throw up all over the board. Like, I'm trying to avoid an accident is the whole point here. Like, that's the point. I love when it rains here in Southern California. Every time it rains, I have to, listen, I have, to have a drink. Listen, I have talked uh, uh, one, one last time. I have talked with the bosses. We will get a third hour if you will stay sober the first two hours. If you don't stay sto- sober the first two hours, I wasted an hour of show prep. I prepped a three-hour show. I'm not going to get screwed over for an hour of show because you can't put the bottle down. I'll That's try all my I'm best. Saying. I'll try right. my best. So there. there is a, that is the, uh, the scenario and the situation happening here on Fox Sports Radio. So sorry to air that out over the air, but that was something that needed to get off our chest uh, because there's a lot of pressure on Iowa Sam here to just uh, to, to kick the, uh, the booze. That's it. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. So the NCAA tournament, the brackets will come out 6 p.m. Eastern time 
Um, and they should be coming out. Uh, they're they're doing it a, a different way this year, to where they're going to release them alphabetically, and then I guess they're going to release the actual bracket afterwards. It, they're just they're dragging it on and dragging it on, and it's just people are going to get frustrated and they're going to get annoyed. But they're set to come out later on, six p.m. Eastern time. All the conference games, uh, the tournament games will be done. All of that is over with. I do, and our guest coming up here in a couple of minutes, Brady Quinn, is my radio wife on Sunday nights here at Fox Sports Radio. Last year, we started our first annual um, NCAA Tournament Bracket Challenge, and we will be tweeting that out. I will be tweeting that out after the brackets come out, all throughout next week, leading up into the tournament. It's completely free to play, and the only requirement is that you sign up, you fill in all your information, and Brady, are, Brady and I are going to give you a beating for three weeks. We're going to we're going to give you a beating for three weeks. So if you're if you're anticipating what's going to happen with the NCAA tournament, the brackets will be out coming up later on tonight, and then from there you can fill out yours and get involved in our bracket challenge, and we'll slap you around. That's it. It's really that easy. So that's the least we could do for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox, uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Up next here, though, um, we are going to find out what is really happening. Okay, what is really happening? There's some storylines in the NFL and a bit confusing, but we're going to find out what's really happening in the National Football League. That is coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we start in the NBA where there were five games. On Saturday, the Clippers 113-105 winners over Orlando. L.A. is a half game up on Denver for the last spot in the Western Conference. Oklahoma City beat San Antonio 104-94. Miami hammered Washington 129-102. Memphis has lost 17 straight. They fall to Dallas 114-80. And Charlotte beat Phoenix 122-115. Conference champions getting their automatic bids to the NCAA tournament. That would be number one, Virginia, number two, Villanova, number nine, Kansas, and number 15, Arizona from the ACC, Big East, Big 12, and Pac-12, respectively. San Diego State takes the Mountain West. Montana, the Big Sky. Marshall Conference, USA. Buffalo wins the MAC. New Mexico State, the WAC. And the Big West goes to Cal State Fullerton. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, a quick recap of all the NFL action going on. Yes, Richard Sherman agreed to a three-year deal with the 49ers, but the Browns the most active. They dealt Deshaun Kaiser. They've added Tyrod Taylor from Buffalo, Jarvis Landry from Miami, and cornerback Demarius Randall from Green Bay. Now they've dealt defensive tackle Danny Shelton to New England. And yet they still have the first overall pick, the fourth overall pick, and three second-round selections. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him with me every single Sunday night, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 to 8 Pacific Time here on Fox Sports Radio. He also covers the NFL and college football for Fox. Former NFL and Notre Dame quarterback is with us here on FSR. Let me start with your former team, the team that drafted you, uh, Brady Quinn. A lot of moves this weekend over the last 48 hours there in Cleveland. What did you make of all the activity and the direction of the Browns organization moving forward. Winning. I'll just put it that way. They didn't win a game last season, but so far in 2018, they're, they're winning. Um, let's look at a few things. 
Deshaun Kaiser probably wasn't ever going to see the field in, in the near future, if, if, if ever, for Cleveland, unless they you know suffered catastrophic injuries at the quarterback position. Because you know they're they're trading for Tyrod Taylor, but they're probably going to draft a quarterback as well. So that means he's sitting at third string at best. Most teams don't even keep three active quarterbacks anymore. So not only is it one good for him because he goes to Green Bay, he gets an opportunity to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. So the, the Notre Dame fan in me is kind of excited for him, and it could be a part of a great organization like that. But then in return, you know, Cleveland gets a, a starting quarterback caliber player in Demarius Randall. At least he was in Green Bay. I'm not sure what he'll be in, in Cleveland for the Browns. But then you look at the fact that they're getting a starting quarterback that I think is an upgrade from a veteran guy who um, you know, can, can help them win some football games and can start right away and not force a rookie to have to play. So that's a win um, considering that they're getting a guy like Tyrod Taylor. And they gave up a third-round pick to get him. So they've still got – they still have five picks within the first 65 picks of the draft, which is incredible. So it was a huge day for the Browns, and it was John Dorsey, really, their general manager. He's the one who's pulling this all off. It's funny, we were talking about John Dorsey, and I was talking on the show yesterday that you had a conversation with him at the Combine about what he does number one overall. What is his philosophy going into this draft? Just sort of relay the conversation you had with John Dorsey about what their plan is to do either at number one or number four. Best player available. I mean, every single time I asked him, it was best player available. And no matter how I try to rephrase the question to see how he factors in, like, needing a quarterback and what that, what that means, he just kept saying best player available. Like, it's gotten to the point where when I look at, you know, maybe how he views this situation now, now that they have Tyrod Taylor, and I understand there's some people out there who are not big Tyrod Taylor fans, but I'll throw this at you. Look at what he had in Buffalo. He didn't always have a great group of wide receivers. He had Sammy Watkins at one point who wasn't even 100% healthy all the time. So he wasn't even there for him. He had a different offensive coordinator every single year he was in Buffalo, and he had multiple head coaches. I mean, uh, they, had, they had different owners at one point. I mean, he went through a lot when he was there. And, and I just I think he's got the tools. I think he's got the skill set to not turn the football over, to help the Browns win games, especially if he's got some talent around him. A uh, good running game, and if their defense continues to improve, so now it leads you to think that um, you know at, at one they're taking best player available. If that's Saquon Barkley, there's your pick. And at four, I mean, look, it could be Bradley Chubb, it could be Mika Fitzpatrick, it could be uh, a combination of a lot of things. You know, depending on what they what they feel their needs are, or it could be a quarterback um, because he didn't really relay the idea of how he factors in like that position and if it outweighs other needs or best player available in his mind because the guy who makes the most sense there probably baker mayfield given tyrod taylor's skill set and given what baker mayfield's skill set is i think i think that would make a lot of sense and the question then becomes um, is do they love him that much to take a number four overall where other teams maybe you know don't look at him and as being a potential solution like that, uh, and the fact that you're taking a guy at number four that's probably not going to you know play at least not in the beginning of the season. I mean, heck, maybe not at all if Tyra Taylor has a good year, uh, and maybe they're okay with that. Uh, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio host, my radio wife every Sunday night here on FSR from eight to eleven p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Fox NFL and College Football analyst with us here on FSR. Now, you spent time uh, in the off season uh, during an off season in your career with the Seattle Seahawks, so you were there 
right as the this era in Seattle was getting underway and they were getting ready to win their first Super Bowl to go on to another one. So you sort of know what that whole locker room was like, that dynamic, and sort of what the relationship was like between those players and that coaching staff and that community there. Are you surprised at all about how fast this whole thing has come undone? Richard Sherman's gone, Michael Bennett. They've sort of started the reboot there. What do you make of the changes in Seattle? That's what happens in the NFL. You only have a window of time. That window is about three years. Five years, which is you know what we'd be kind of getting into, because that was 2013. They ended up going on to win the Super Bowl that year. They ended up playing another one, losing to the New England Patriots. Um, but you know when you look at that run that they had made, I mean, I actually thought they kind of kept it together a little bit longer, um, just because of the, the amount of money that you have to shell out and pay to a lot of the guys that you draft and a lot of the guys that you know, end up helping you get to that point. Uh, so usually it's a financial reason why it's hard. And they paid Russell Wilson, they paid Bobby Wagner, they paid all these other players. Um, but then, you know, once that injury bug hits as well, you know, as a player, let's say Richard Sherman, for example, represents himself. The team views you as a depreciating asset now. Now, and now your depreciation has accelerated because of an Achilles tear, right? Um, so, you know, then they're looking at you saying, okay, either you got to play for this or we got to cut ties. So I'm not overly surprised. If you're John Schneider there, general manager, if you're Pete Carroll, you've got to move on before it's too late, right? It's like leaving that pitcher in the game when you're like, man, his pitch scout's getting pretty high, and you're already questioning whether or not you should take him out. You probably already should have taken him out. Then the next guy steps up to the plate, and he hits a home run on you, and then you're second-guessing yourself. Like That's kind of the situation, I think, for most general managers. They want to move on from some of these guys um, before it's too late, so they don't have to watch them decline. They're still getting them at their highest level of play. Uh, former NFL Notre Dame quarterback Brady Quinn with us here on Fox Sports Radio, Fox College Football and NFL analyst uh, here on FSR. Uh, Jonas Knox with you. Let me ask you about these. This seems like it happens every year. Um, reports of some questioning at the combine that people feel is out of line. Um, you know, asking whether or not a player is a homosexual or into men. Uh, ask. I mean, just you know, stuff like this that goes on at the combine. I'm not really that bothered by it. You've been through the combine questioning process. You've been through this stuff. Where do you stand on this stuff and this this controversy that comes out every single year about what you can and cannot ask at combines? Well, I think the tough part is 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 you know we're getting to the point now where like can you ask about um, you know whether or not a player has a wife or girlfriend either, right? Like if you're going to make a big deal about them asking if they like men. Well, then shouldn't you make a big deal about them asking if they're heterosexual too? I mean, I'm just kind of throwing that out there only yeah. because if you're upset they're asking if they're homosexual, why wouldn't you be set, upset about that and asking if they're heterosexual? Like, you're asking about their sexual preference in general, so it shouldn't just be one way. If you're fighting for true equality, shouldn't it be both ways? Like, if someone had asked me, like, hey, you know, what's your wife's name or, you know, do you have a wife, that kind of thing, um, you know, it's like I wouldn't necessarily be offended by it, but I think we're kind of inching closer towards that. You know, you're not going to be able to ask about anything in that regard. And I think that's a slippery slope because you've got teams who are investing millions of dollars in the players. And unfortunately, um, you know, they feel like they want to do all their due diligence. And I also think like whenever we hear something like that, our first thought, our, our immediate reaction is, 
oh, how could he? How could he ask about something like that for a player? What happens if they want to ask and they want to know because they've heard rumors, they want to confirm it, yeah. they want to draft a player, and they want to have the best possible environment for him? Like, why do we always read into it and think that it's going to be something bad? Maybe they're actually trying to do their due diligence, confirm something that they think they know, and then try to help protect the player or help you know, prepare the envir- you know, environment for the player and how they would you know, handle some of that stuff. This is unfortunately what happens when teams uh, have 15-minute interviews with certain players. Because you know what they try to do? They try to get under players' skins. And, and people know that certain players will take that in a different way. And, and, and they'll, they'll maybe get upset about it. And maybe someone um, threw a, a, a slur or something like that before in the past, and they got into a fight, and they know that. They know that in their history. So immediately when they get into these 15-minute interviews, they'll try to get under these players' skin. They'll try to find some sort of way of getting a reaction out of them because it's too hard to really get to know them in 15 minutes. And this is not to make an excuse for asking that question. This is unfortunately how some guys react. And I got news for you. If I'm an NFL executive and I've heard that that, that some guy is a cokehead and is a cross-dresser and I've got an interview with him, I should be allowed to ask that. Like, I should be allowed to ask about it. If I hear those rumors or if I hear somebody make a comment about a possibility with somebody, I should I should be allowed to ask that and not be criticized or not have Demore Smith come out and say, you should not be allowed to interview anybody or attend the Combine. Get out of here with that. Like, get out of here. Well... You know, DeMarie Smith is always going to, you know, protect the players. That's his job. So he's going to come out and say, you know, speak in hyperbole every single chance he gets. Because that's what he does now. I mean, look, you know, to that point, the way DeMarie Smith talks about the CBA negotiations, there won't be an NFL in like three years because, you know, they're not going to come to a deal and they're going to strike and yada, yada, yada. Like, the the way he talks (laughs) in general kind of to me, is is water off a duck's back. I mean, it just rolls off at this point because everything he says has to be some huge statement that creates a headline instead of like you know just trying to find a solution. Like, how how, how does what he says like how does that create any sort of solution to the situation? Because it's so far out there that what ends up happening is everyone's like, okay, okay, D, like, why don't you actually come to the table and say, hey, let's come up with a reasonable punishment or a reasonable reasonable way about handling this sort of situation moving forward because this is our side. This is what we're trying to do. And, and you're just out here saying whatever you think is going to stick on the wall or is going to get attention because you, know, you feel like you're in a position where you don't have any leverage at this point in basically any negotiation that you're in. Well, uh, Brady Quinn, uh, my radio wife on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to get, we're going to dive fully into the Odell Beckham video controversy that is out. Plus, uh, our college basketball tournament pick 'em information is going to be out. We are going to kick ass and take names on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I, we're basically going to bury everyone. Yes. Like, if, if you want to be thrown into an early grave in regards yes. to your March Madness bracket, join, our, join ours because we will just bury you alive. In an early grave. Yeah, you can come pick up your tournament toe tags uh, from Brady Quinn and myself from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Time later tonight on Fox Sports Radio. My man, Brady Quinn, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Good talk, pal. We'll do it again later tonight. Looking forward to it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. In 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, Coming up next... This might be the most desperate thing going on in sports. Okay, this is, and there's a lot of you that are guilty of it. All right, there's a lot of you that are guilty of this. It's the most desperate thing in sports right now. I'll tell you what it is next here on FSR.
Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, so there's a lot going on here. All right, this is the, uh, let, let's go ahead and set everybody up on this. Here's what is happening. Um, we Because of daylight savings, uh, we have gotten the okay from our bosses that we can do a third hour of the show. But the only way we can do a third hour of the show is if Iowa Sam, our technical producer, stays sober for the first two hours, which is really, really difficult for him to do. He appears to be okay up to this point in the show, but an hour from now will be the moment of truth to find out whether or not we will get a third hour. He will blow into a breathalyzer. We will connect it to the board here, and we will play the results on the air. All right, so an hour from now, we'll find out whether or not we've got a third hour on the show. I'm really hoping we do. I prepared three hours. I don't want to waste an hour of show prep on a two-hour show because some guy can't kick the booze. Uh-oh, I just cracked another beer, it's not, Jonas. See, it's not funny. You're, you're busting balls and you're joking right now, but this is like I take, I take this stuff really seriously uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Also, we were talking a little bit about this earlier after the Richard Sherman signing. If you go up and down the NFC compared to the AFC, it's not even close, which is more interesting. Like all the interesting storylines in the NFC uh, are in the NFC. Like all of them. Like if you were to go up and down each each conference, comparatively speaking, the the better rivalries, um, you know, a conference up for grabs. Uh, you know, teams that think they've found their franchise quarterbacks. Like, like if you just go up and down each conference, the NFC, I think, is with the addition of Richard Sherman now spicing up that rivalry again, going to San Francisco on a three-year deal after Seattle cut him. I think the NFC's got a ton of interesting storylines going on. Here's uh, here's another thing that I noticed right on Saturday. This is the most desperate thing in sports. All right, it's really desperate. So. Like, Dana White of the UFC, he's the UFC president, okay, he's always dealt with this thing, and he's talked about it before, to where people always ask him, hey, uh, so-and-so is leaving, what are you going to do? Like, you know, oh, your, your, your star is, you know, one, one guy is leaving, or, or, or a woman is leaving, what are you going to do? Who's going to be the face of the UFC afterwards? It has happened, uh, you know, Tito Ortiz left, what's the plan? Randy Gotor left, what's the plan? Chuck Liddell left, what's the plan? You had Anderson Silva, is there going to be, who's going to take over after Anderson Silva uh, falls off? And then you had John Jones. Well, John Jones is in and out of uh, uh, jail, he's, he's, you know, making mistakes, he can't, he can't stay clean, what's the plan after John Jones and then you got Ronda Rousey well Ronda got knocked out what's the plan after her now you got Conor McGregor and now they're, they're you know it's there's always the question in the UFC who's the next star and people always assume that the UFC's uh, going downhill because you don't recognize who the star is but the one thing that's been consistent there over the past want to say 10 years they've always found the next one They've just always found who was going to be the next star of the sport, and they've run with it, and they've had success with it. And Dana White deserves a lot of credit with that. The uh, the sport that has not found it yet, and it is so desperate, is golf. The desperation for golf and golf fanboys for Tiger Woods to return to prominence is a bit ex- excessive. That's personal. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's a bit excessive is what it is. You went on Twitter on Saturday and online and on social media and talk talk shows 
and people just are foaming at the mouth. I mean, fanboying it up at the idea of, oh my God, Tiger Wood is, he's a shot back at the Valspar Championship. Hey, the Valspar's on. Turn it on. Tiger's a shot back. Slow down, man. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like I did. Like I don't. I, it really, it's it's bizarre to me. So, like, let me just make sure I'm understanding this all correctly. All right, you criticized Tiger Woods over his decline and the decisions he's made off the course. Okay, so you criticize him for that. He was the butt of all the jokes. Oh, it's a Perkins waitress. Oh, he does it. So you criticize him for that. Um, you criticized him for his form, the way that he's changed his form, his injury issues, he can't stay healthy, and his lack of success recently. So you criticize him for that. You criticized his inability to win majors, and you talked about how he was once in contention to take over uh, the all-time major crown and majors won over from Jack Nicholas. You, you, you criticized him for that and claimed that it's all over now. So you've been criticizing him, and and it's over, and uh, it was great, but you know that's why he you know he just couldn't couldn't stick the landing on his career. And now, just a couple of years later, you're desperately cheering him on to win the effing Valspar Championship because your sport needs it that badly. Like, there is no other sport so dependent on one guy than golf. And everybody's fanboying it up. And listen, I like Tiger Woods. He's the greatest golfer I've ever seen. I hope he wins on Sunday. Good for him. But man, oh man, somebody take a step back and look at the state of affairs in golf and just really identify what the hell we're talking about here. Like, you are that dependent on one guy to try and keep your sport relevant. That's not good, man. <laughs> like, like you better have a backup plan in place at some point. Uh, more coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. Thousand bucks, you missed that putt. So you only hear about one side of things, all right? Like, this happens in sports. It also happens in life. There's, like, a big moment that happens in everybody's life, and you only hear about one side of it, okay? But there's a whole nether side to it that we never really get to talk about. We're going to do that now here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, you can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever the hell you're at, whatever the hell time it is with Daylight Savings, we appreciate you being part of the program as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. For a free rate quote. So, you ever see, like, you'll go on Instagram now. Like, there were a lot of these on uh, on uh, Valentine's Day, which I think are just completely pathetic. Do something original. These proposals, these elaborate marriage proposals, uh, people will be at, like, a, a baseball game, and they'll get down on a knee, and they'll propose. You know, like, yeah, the, the, one of the most special days in my life, I want to share with 60,000 other drunks who have nacho cheese spilled on their crotch. Boy, that, that's, that's fun. <laughs> like, like I just, it just, it's bizarre to me. Like, and people, people get all, all excited about it. Like, so you'll go on, like, Instagram, you go on Twitter, or uh, Snapface, or whatever the hell else, uh, uh, Face crotch or whatever, like all the other uh, social media sites that are out there. I'm not on Snapface and all that. I'm not either, Bill. And so you go on there, 
And people will do these uh, proposals. Or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> people will do these proposals. Uh, Bill, what was that one again? Instant chat. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Instant chat, uh, Snapface, Crotchbook, all of them. And so people will do these proposals. And you'll see like uh, the caption that says, she said yes. OMG, she said yes. Yay. Like, you never really hear about the ones that say no. Those are the ones I'm interested in. All right? Like, what about the ones that say no? <laughs> like, the ones that have got the balls, okay? Figure of speech. That say, nah, I don't think now's the right time. All right? Like, you ever talk to them? Anybody ever get a word with them? The people that deny the other people who feel like now is the right time for them to propose, and they say, yeah, it's not really going to work for me. Like, you never really get to talk to those people. You, you, never, you never talk to those. My sister was one of those people who said no. Was dating this guy for years. Great guy. Really, really cool dude. And uh, nobody really knew about it. Nobody really knew that he had proposed. It was never discussed. And then all of a sudden, uh, he had one too many Jack and Cokes at dinner and in front of the whole family just kind of had a meltdown and basically just said, oh, well, you know, she apparently doesn't love me enough to marry me because I proposed three times already. And she and all like the fan, we're all sitting there like, oh, Jesus, good God. Like, can I have another rolling rock? And can you put turpentine in mine so I don't wake up for three weeks because I don't want to deal with this? Like it, like you never like. But those moments, you never really get to talk about, and it's uncomfortable. And you almost get this sense, and you're almost guilted into it. Like I wonder how many women out there have actually said yes. I wonder how many women out there have actually said yes, but really wanted to say no or I'm not ready. Because you're almost guilted into it. Like, you feel like if you say no, you're the jerk. When the reality is, if you propose and she says no, it doesn't mean she's doing anything wrong. It, you know, just because you're ready doesn't mean that she, that she has to be ready or that she is. She's not doing anything wrong. She's being honest. And the reason I bring that up is because there's been this conversation, this talking point about LeBron James going to the Lakers, right? And so Sunday night, LeBron is playing at Staples Center against the Lakers, the team that he's been rumored to be considering, one of his, quote, final four teams. And he's taken on the Lakers on Sunday night. So LeBron, very recently was asked why he thinks that the buzz surrounding the L.A. Lakers still persists. I understand that the conversation happens here is because, first of all, they have cap space, and, you know, this league is much better when the Lakers, the Knicks, and the Celtics are all good at the same time. That's just, that's just how it is. So that's what also creates the friendship. So people assume that LeBron would want to be all in with the Lakers that he would be really interested in it. There's been talks of his kids are looking at private schools. He's got a residence in L.A. Like, that's been the big talking point. There's uh, now billboards that are up around town, all of that stuff. 
And so as the Cavs are in L.A. to play the Lakers, you know Laker fans are going to celebrate LeBron later tonight. They're going to cheer his every move. They're really going to put the full-court press on to LeBron James. And there are a couple of arguments to it. The one that you always hear, sort of the, uh, the, the devil's advocate, the one that you always hear is, well, you know, LeBron wants to win now. Uh, I don't know. This team isn't really ready to win right now. So maybe this isn't a good fit. Maybe LeBron, he looks at his window, and his window is shorter than the rest of these guys, and he doesn't feel like this team could deliver him a title, and that's what he's really in this game for anyways. He's here to win titles. Not go make movies or be a celebrity. He's all about chasing rings. So this team clearly isn't ready, so it wouldn't work. And that's a fair point. You could look at that and say, okay, I I see a lot of validity in that. If these guys were two or three years down the road developed, then I think it would make more sense if he was really trying to win now because they'd be ready. So I could understand that argument. Here's another argument to it. Who says these guys want to play with LeBron right now? Just because he's ready doesn't mean that they have to be. Maybe they're not ready. You know, it's like just because you get down on a knee and just because you propose doesn't mean she's exactly ready to to tie the knot. Like, maybe she wants to pursue things in her career. Maybe she wants to do things before she settles down and thinks about a family. It doesn't make her bad. It, it makes her have other goals in mind right now. And when I say that, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with those guys not maybe being willing to concede whatever it is that they think they've got here in L.A., but maybe they're just not ready for that. Like Maybe they want to kind of do their own thing. Like Some people kind of want to build their own. Kyrie Irving, I think there was a, a big element to that and why he left Cleveland. Because he realized Cleveland was always going to be LeBron's team. These guys all have egos. He wanted to go try it out somewhere else. He wanted to go do his thing somewhere else. He didn't want to be around the circus. He didn't want to be around the drama. He wanted to go lead his own team and do it his own way. And in Cleveland, it was always going to be about LeBron. Who's to say Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma or Lonzo Ball actually want to concede what they're trying to build themselves? Like, why, do, why should they concede what they're trying to do in their careers just to placate to LeBron, just because the timing's good for them or for him? Well, just, I mean, good, good. The timing's great for you, but not for us right now. We want to do our own thing. I, that's why when people are trying to mix and match, where's LeBron going to go? Uh, you know, what makes the most sense for LeBron? Uh, You know, the the Lakers are still there. He loves L.A. He's got a residence out here. I mean, yeah, it's great for LeBron. But maybe the timing's not right on the other side. You know, it's like it's the the point I was making. Like, we always hear about, oh, she said yes. What about the ones that said no? You know, just because you propose doesn't mean they're ready. So just because LeBron maybe is ready to, to consider tying the knot to L.A. for a couple of years doesn't mean these guys are. They may feel like they got something going here. And maybe they don't want to placate or, or, or you know, give up any of their of their career control or any of their, their their power or their chemistry that they've already built here in LA for LeBron James. Maybe that's not the case. And I think that's a real argument in sports. I think that's that's a more 
I think that happens more, especially in the NBA, than maybe some people want to realize. That there are guys in this league who say, listen, uh, like I, w- I really want to kind of pursue something different. N- not, not just go as LeBron goes. Like everybody just, everybody just acts like, like we all have to do whatever LeBron wants to do. Like, hey, where's LeBron going to go? He goes to some team like Philadelphia. You think every one of the 76ers, every member of that team is as welcoming to having LeBron James on their team as Joel Embiid is? No, some of them are like, hey, maybe we don't need him. Like, I want to build my own legacy. I don't want to just be riding on his tails and, 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 and give up points per game and potential money on the, on the table because I'm trying to get LeBron another championship. There's a whole other side of this argument that I don't think people take into account. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, I do want to tell you we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Up next, I have got the perfect solution. All right, There is something missing in the NFL. There's something missing. I have the perfect draft scenario for one NFL team that I think could change a big part of the NFL. I'll tell you what that is next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, reminder... Less, or actually about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you've never heard the game before, it is Can't Miss Radio, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you want to be a part of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on this Daylight Savings Edition of the Jonas Knox Show here on Fox Sports Radio, the number to call is 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine pro wrestler or porn star ten minutes away here on Fox Sports Radio. Also, uh, because it is daylight savings, and um, and and uh, we will get to a, a story in the NFL. I I have a solution uh, for an NFL team, so we're going to get to that here in a couple of minutes. I this is I think this would this would have a major impact. On the NFL, right? So we'll get to that here in a couple of minutes. Uh, But we are awaiting what is going to happen, the fate of the show, as daylight savings approaches. All right? So we do the show here from Los Angeles, uh, here at Fox Sports Radio. And daylight savings is going to be happening in about 40 minutes from now here in L.A. Now, here's why it impacts this show. Because we have been given approval by our bosses that we can do the full three-hour show on one condition, that Iowa Sam, our tech producer, stays sober the first two hours. If he stays sober the first two hours, we're going to get our third hour. Now, I prepped a three-hour show. I'm hoping that he can have a little bit of discipline and put the booze down for two hours out of his day so that we can do a full three-hour show. So it's all riding on Iowa Sam. Sam, are you nervous at this point? Is this starting to, to get in your head a little bit? The uh, the, uh, the blood chemistry is uh, it's 
it's in the unknown right now. Okay, I'll be, just say that. Now, I'm a little we, nervous. We have a breathalyzer. We're gonna uh, he's gonna blow into the breathalyzer um, before the final segment of this hour, and then we are going to plug the breathalyzer into the board here at Fox Sports Radio, and you are going to hear the reading. And we will give uh, an indicator as to whether or not it is sober. If, you, if it comes up zeros, we're going to have a third hour. And I'm excited about it because we've got a whole ton to get to in that third hour. But if there's any trace of booze on his breath, we're getting cut off at the end of two hours, which is going to piss me off. So that is kind of what the situation is here at Fox Sports Radio. I believe we're, we're going to be in the clear. I don't know, though, Jonas. So I hope we can have that third hour. What do you mean you don't know? You're the guy. It's it's up to you, man. Either you're going to pick up a bottle of booze or you're not. It's not that difficult. Just don't well, drink. I'm just pouring my last Okay. I know, spritzer. but here's the thing, like, and, and you think I'm kidding here. I'm not kidding. I, I prepped a three-hour show. I want to do a three-hour show, and our bosses have been kind enough to say, hey, it's on you guys. All you got to do is make sure uh, the hippie who runs the board doesn't start sipping on, on booze while we're trying to do a national show. Like, that's it. It's not that hard, man. Just have some discipline. Come on, I'm not drinking nope. booze. I got coffee and I got water. No promises. Well, we'll know. see how that plays out. I'm confident in him. All right, I am confident in Iowa Sam. I think we're going to get a third hour, so we'll so. see how that plays out. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. I do want to tell you that you got to get to Hooters. All right, this is important. You got to get to Hooters. You've got to try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings, and with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many at Hooters. Jonas went out and got himself some corporate sponsors. Especially that one. Um, all right, so the Richard Sherman signing in San Francisco. All right, so Richard Sherman signs with the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, three-year deal, $39 million. A lot of in- It's an incentive-laid deal. Um, he's got to, you know, uh, basically... He's got to be able to perform, stay healthy, and all of that stuff. He's going to get a lot of his money. Like that's that sort of way the contract breaks down. And so one of the things that I noticed in kind of looking over just how that deal impacts the rest of the NFC and all that, like if you were to just cut the NFL in half and go AFC NFC, like the more interesting storylines are in the NFC, and it's not even close. Like over in the AFC, and we were talking about this earlier, like. You've got the Patriots' dominance, which everybody has seen. You've got the Steelers, who are a really talented team, but you've got a quarterback who's hinted at retirement at least a couple of times. Um, you've got uh, a Jaguars team that's you know young and energetic on defense, and you've got John Gruden returning to the Raiders, and you got the Browns out wheeling and dealing, trying to become a, trying to become relevant um, in the AFC North. Like that's that's what the AFC is. And so, if you were to sum all that up, basically, you've got. Two, the two top franchises in that conference have aging quarterbacks who are near the end. You've got a franchise that plays part-time in London. You've got another franchise who's won one game in two years. And then you've got a coach returning to a team, and he's been out of the NFL for 10 years. Like That's what you've got in the AFC. To where as you go over to the NFC, and... Up and down that conference, there's interesting storylines. If you were to go team by team, the NFC East, I think, is going to be fascinating next year. 
uh, whether, you know, Philadelphia, you know, just winning a Super Bowl, adding Michael Bennett, Carson Wentz comes back. The dynamic there with Nick Foles, if Foles is still on the roster, is going to be interesting. Uh, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, those guys getting back. Dallas has got a good young defense. They've got some talent there. Uh, Washington's got a new quarterback. The Giants are coming back to prominence. Nobody knows whether or not Odell Beckham's a cokehead or not. Like, there's there's storylines up and down that conference. Here is where it really gets interesting, right? And 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 the interesting part of the conference as a whole, you can't deny. They just go team by team. Here's where it gets really interesting. Let's just look at the NFC West, right? Like, forget about the other three divisions. Forget about all that stuff. Let's just focus in on the NFC West. Because I think there is one glaring need in the NFC West. And I think I've got the solution, right? So if you were to go down... Sherman's in San Francisco now. The attraction to San Francisco is obvious. Young head coach. Uh, potential superstar franchise quarterback in his prime. You've got some talent on defense, but you've got a young general manager. There's a lot of energy there. There's just a vibe around San Francisco, a vibe around that organization. It feels like they're up and coming. It feels like they're ready to be that team, similar to the Rams last year, who take that next big step. Like, it feels like that. Like, you can just think about the 49ers, and if you're a 49er fan, you kind of smile because you're like, yeah, I, th- I, think we're, I think the worst is behind us. I think we're on to something here. The Rams clearly are gunning for it. The Rams, you could look at and say, well, you know, I had a decent year, but look, there's always a drop-off. See the Cowboys a year ago as opposed to the year before that. Like, you know, this, like, there's, there's always a drop-off for one of those teams. The Rams said, F that. We're going we're gonna to upgrade our secondary. We're going to bring in Aqib Tlaib. We're going to bring in Marcus Peters. Uh, we're probably going to lead the league in, in fistfights in the secondary, but it's going to be an exciting team. Similar to the 49ers, a young, energetic vibe to it, a potential franchise quarterback, young head coach. Like there's just there's a vibe to the to the Rams. There's a vibe to the 49ers. And then the Seahawks are still the Seahawks. Russell Wilson is still there. I, I'm really interested to see sort of how that dynamic changes because now it is clearly Russell Wilson's team, and you you lose a lot of the big personalities on defense there in Seattle. And Pete Carroll is still there, and he's the most energetic guy in the NFL as far as coaches go, and he's also the oldest. So Seattle's still got something there. The only team not holding up there into the bargain is the Arizona Cardinals. And so I was thinking about it. If Arizona's the only team not holding up their end of the bargain, all right. If they're the only team not holding up their end in that division, and you wanted a clean sweep of interesting storylines and spice to an entire division, here's the solution. Somebody somewhere in the NFL has got to figure out a way to get Baker Mayfield to Arizona. Please, would somebody, would the football gods of off-field entertainment. Please provide us Baker Mayfield in the Phoenix area trying to juggle celebrity with all the stuff to do in Scottsdale and Tempe and everything around it and throw him on that team where there's still some talent in that division. You put Baker Mayfield on the Arizona Cardinals, I may never watch a nether game the entire season other than NFC West games. Like, now we're talking. 
Okay, those are the late start games in the afternoon, anyways. Out here in LA, that's like a one oh five or one twenty five kickoff. Like I may not watch anything up until that point. You put Baker Mayfield in the end. Could you imagine Baker Mayfield playing the Rams? The amount of trash talk, like Baker Mayfield's grabbing his crotch while in Lawrence, Kansas. What do you think he's going to do in the Coliseum when a keep to leave tries to snatch his chain off? Or, or keep to leave tries to take the do rag off his head. Like that entire division could be worth the price of admission. Like Sunday ticket might whatever it is four hundred bucks a month now, seven thousand dollars a month now, whatever Directv charges for Sunday ticket now. Like it's worth it just in the NFC West. I'm telling you that whole conference and that division especially. You want to talk about interesting? Next week, next season is going to be fantastic. Up and down the NFC. I'm totally in on the NFC next year. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. That is an important number, and here's why. Every single week on this show, we play something called Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. It's the hottest game show in sports talk radio, and it is yours next year on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Urban. Well, thank you very much, Jonas, and... Speaking of the NFL, Richard Sherman has agreed to go to the 49ers. As you mentioned, a three-year deal reportedly, although he is the source on it, so probably a pretty good bet that's going to be the case. Five games in the NBA on Saturday. The Clippers remain in the playoff picture. They beat Orlando 113-105. They're a half game up on Denver for the final spot in the West. Oklahoma City got 21 points from Russell Westbrook. They beat San Antonio 104-94. Miami 129-102 over Washington. Virginia has won the ACC. Villanova, the Big East. Kansas, the Big 12. Arizona, the Pac-12. They're all going to the NCAA tournament as are San Diego State from the Mountain West, Cal State Fullerton from the Big West, New Mexico State from the WAC, Buffalo from the MAC. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. More conference winners. Marshall takes out Western Kentucky. They win Conference USA. Montana wins the Big Sky. And, of course, Jonas, this could be the final go for some of these athletes. Some may go pro. Others might be the next Big Daddy Cool Diesel, Big Shane, the Big Show, or Big Herc. All could be factors in pro wrestler or porn star. Nice work, Ralph. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. On about 15, 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will find out whether or not Iowa Sam stayed sober. Right? If you're just tuning in, here's the situation. We've been told by our bosses because of daylight savings. We will get a third hour on the show here. We will get our third hour. If Sam can stay sober the first two hours, we have a breathalyzer in the studio. He is going to blow into the breathalyzer. We're going to connect it to the board, and we will find out before hour two ends in about 20 minutes from now whether or not it is going to draw zeros. Maybe. All right. So that is the uh, that is the scenario. I would like to do a third hour, but it is all on Iowa Sam. People are tweeting him pictures of beer to try and entice him to get him to drink. Uh, nobody wants to be supportive. Nobody wants to see a third hour here on the show. Clearly, I do, and I have not seen him drink, so I am confident we are going to get a third hour. 
All right, so we will find out the fate of the last hour, potentially, of the show coming up here in about 20 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it's time for this. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We do it every single week at this time. We'll go around the country. If you doubt the popularity of this game show, I dare you to call 877-996-6369. Just call it right now. I'll wait. Call it. You're going to get a busy signal. That's a thousand phone lines here at Fox Sports Radio, all filled to the brim of people who want in on the hottest game show here on FSR. So it is a pro wrestler or a porn star. All right, let's find out. Let's see who wants to play here. Let's go all the way. Let's go. Who wants in on pro wrestler or porn star? You know, let's go all the way to Fresno, where Josh is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Josh, what's happening? Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. Just working. Where you work at? I actually drive for Lyft. Oh, you're dry. Okay. Now, now, what's the difference between Lyft and Uber? Uh, it's preference Pepsi Coke. Okay. Now, do you also drive for Uber? I know some of you guys are two timing, right? Yep, I go both ways. There you go. Oh, there it is. Nothing wrong with that, right? When it comes to well, Uber or Lyft. Uh, Iowa Sam has just uh, chimed in that Lyft is better. You like Lyft better than Uber, Sam? Yeah, I think it's just a little better. Why is that? Because you you threw up in an Uber? Yeah, and then they they threw me out. Okay. Lyft didn't do that, so. All right, so so listen, I I don't know. We'll save that for something in July, and we don't want to talk baseball. We'll debate uh, Lyft and Uber here on the show. Um, All right, so Josh in Fresno is ready to rock. Let's go all the way out to Atlanta, where AJ is listening on Fox Sports Radio. AJ, what's going on, man? Not much, buddy. How you doing? Good. What do you got going on? Uh, just now I leave uh, a friend's house. Yeah? Did you get after it a little bit? Uh, we, uh, we have fun, yeah. All right. What do we, what do we talk about? Did you guys walk the green wolf? Little of the hippie <laughs> lettuce? Yeah? Yeah, there uh, it is. We, we Netflix. We Netflix too. Uh, okay. Little, little Netflix and, uh, maybe some booze. Get after That's fine. It's a, it's a, it's a decent, uh, decent Saturday night into a Sunday. All right. So here we go. This is the, uh, capper for you, though. Before you get home, you'll play pro wrestler or porn star. This is how it works. I have got a list of names here. It is either the name of a pro wrestler or it's the name of a porn star. I'm going to start with Josh. I'm going to go over to AJ. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough? All right. Yep. All right, so here we go. Let's start with Josh in Fresno here on Fox Sports Radio. First up here on pro wrestler or porn star, Josh in Fresno. The first name up for you here is Dick Jonkowski, pro wrestler or porn star. I'm going to go with porn star. That is incorrect. Wow. Yeah, wow. That, good one. Good yeah, one. That is, uh, that is, listen, this game's a lot harder. Yeah, it's a good one. Than people good realize. Oh. Very good one. AJ in Atlanta, listening on Fox Sports Radio. AJ, next up for you here on FSR is Savannah Jack, pro wrestler or porn star. I'm going to go. I'm going to go porn star. That is incorrect. Yeah, that is incorrect. A couple of perverts here playing the game, I can see. You guys going porn uh, two times in a row. Interesting. All right, let's go back over to John as we are scoreless here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, John, the next one up for you here on Pro Wrestler, or sorry, Josh, the next one up for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is The Shocker. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That one is a pro wrestler. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. 
The, uh, the Shocker is a pro wrestler. Really trick. But, uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot going on with that name. There's a uh, yep. shout-out Arizona State. Over to uh, AJ in Atlanta we go. AJ, looking to tie things up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. AJ, the name for you here is Black Pepper, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Black Pepper, I'm going to go... Um I'm going to go wrestling. That is incorrect. No. <laughs> yeah, Black Pepper's a porn star. I know. It's tough, man. This, this game's very difficult. Oh. We go back over to Josh, who could take a two-point lead here on a pro wrestler or porn star. Hey, Josh, the name I just gave AJ was Black Pepper. The name I've got for you is Black Cherry, pro wrestler or porn star. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, Black Cherry. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say porn star. That is correct. Josh in Fresno has a two-point lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. All right, so we go back over to AJ in Atlanta. AJ, you got to get on the board here, man. All right. I'm going to try my best. All right, so here we go. AJ in Atlanta looking to get on the board, looking to, uh, looking to put some points on the board here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. AJ, the name for you is Ron Head, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Porn Star. That is incorrect. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, Ron Head. I can understand why you would think that is a porn name, but no, that is a pro wrestler. Uh, so that is incorrect. So here we go. Uh, back over to Josh in Fresno. Josh, who can really do some damage here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Josh, the name for you is Marlboro. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Marlboro? I think it's a porn star. That is correct. That is correct. Unbelievable. Josh is on fire now. So here's a AJ. Here's the situation, man. The game's over. You can't possibly win this game. I don't know what you were watching on Netflix, but your mind is not right for this game right now. So what we're gonna do though, because I don't want to. I don't. You know, I, I want you to at least feel like you've you 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 did something here on the game. So I'm gonna give you one more name. All right. Okay. I'm gonna give you the opportunity to go out on a winning note. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Brian Pumper, pro wrestler oh, okay. or porn star? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a porn star. That is correct. There it is. There it is, AJ. That is correct. Very confident. You must be familiar with Brian Pumper's work. That is correct. Uh, So is AJ. And uh, with that, Josh in Fresno is the winner on Pro Wrestler Porn Star. Josh, congrats, man. That's a a big time for you, right? Yeah, that works for me. I'm a huge wrestling fan, so that works for me. What about porn, man? You got a few of those right, too. Let's not bury the lead here. Yep, yep. Right. I'm a bigger wrestling fan than I'm playing. All right. Well, uh, that's all the information we need from Josh here on Pro oh. Wrestler Porn Star. With that, we conclude another edition of Pro Wrestler Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Brian. Oh, Jesus. And uh, for those of you wondering, a little behind the scenes here, uh, the name The Shocker. Don't worry. Iowa Sam made the gesture that uh, that happened. He did. Uh, he did make the uh, the hand signal. So uh, for Wichita State, you know. Well, no, it's Arizona State, the Sun Devils. You were doing that. Uh, well, Wichita State Shockers. Yeah, the yeah. fork. Oh yeah. yeah fork. I don't even know what I was doing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird how that works. Uh, so yeah, that is uh, that is this week's edition of Pro Wrestler Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, uh, up next, Jonas Knox. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. This is the moment of truth. All right, this is the moment of truth. We will find out the fate of this show. 
The final hour is on the line if Iowa Sam has stayed sober. All right, this is radio history. I don't think we've ever done this before. I don't know if any other show has done this before. Find out the fate of the show next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is a. Uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, little little end of the show here on FSR. So uh, coming up here in a, in a couple of minutes, uh, this is a situation with daylight savings happening. And, and for a lot of people in different parts of the country, it's already going on. But we do the show here from L.A., uh, here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios in beautiful Sherman Oaks, California. And uh, by beautiful, I mean pouring rain. And we have been told by our bosses we will get a third hour. We will get our third hour of the show. Obviously, the clock jumps ahead, but we're going to get our third hour of the show. But they said it, under one condition. And this came in late before the show on Saturday morning. So, I mean, Friday, late Friday night, I got word from management this is what the plan was going to be. They say, you'll get your third and final hour if Iowa Sam, your tech producer, can stay sober the first two hours. Now, Sam has taken a lot of bathroom breaks. Uh, He's gone uh, down the hallway, kind of disappeared for a couple of minutes. So I don't know where he goes because I'm doing stuff during the break and kind of preparing a national show here. So I don't know whether or not he's going to use the restroom or he's got a flask underneath the sink and he's been sipping on that thing throughout the course of the show. But we will find out here in a couple of minutes because during the last break, Sam blew into the breathalyzer. We have a special modified breathalyzer that connects to the radio board here on Fox Sports Radio. So it's connected to the board, costs a lot of money, but obviously we bring in the revenue here with weekend overnights. And we are going to find out it's going to do the actual reading through the board, and it will signal either uh, a a ding-ding-ding celebration sound, we're going to get a third and final hour, or a a sort of a wrong buzzer sound that we're not going to get the final hour because Sam couldn't stay away from the booze for two hours and be an adult and a professional. Now, I do not smell booze on him. Uh, He has behaved normally to me. But it's why they call some people function alcoholics. I mean, I don't they, know. They, they can just uh, they can kind of figure this thing out. So we will find out. He's already uh, blown into the breathalyzer. We're going to find out the fate of the final hour of the show. I am letting you know right now I'm going to be pissed off if we don't get a third hour on the show here because I have prepared three hours here on Fox Sports Radio. I put the time in. I got stuff on the NFL. I got all sorts of stuff coming up here, college basketball and, as well. That I would like to share with you here in the final hour, but it is all relying on whether or not Iowa Sam had enough discipline to not drink during the first two hours. So I don't know. That is sort of the scenario that is happening here. Uh, also, uh, the New York Giants have announced that they have been uh, they are aware of the Odell Beckham. Speaking of booze, that they are aware of the Odell Beckham video that came out on Friday night. Uh, If you are not familiar with it, Odell Beckham in a seven-second video um, appeared to be holding what looked like a joint, but nobody knows for sure. It could have been a cigar. There's a pizza on the bed, and he's next to a woman on the bed who appears to be cutting up a white powdery substance. All right? Let's just be, let's just, you know, let's split the difference. We'll call it cocaine. All right? She was cutting up cocaine. But you don't actually see him do the cocaine. 
And then there's a second video that comes out where Odell Beckham Jr. is asleep and the woman, it appears to be the same woman, is kissing him while he's asleep. So if he did the cocaine, how the hell did he fall asleep? You know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. So I went on the air yesterday and I defended Odell Beckham and I think I exonerated him. I pointed out a a flaw within every angle of the story. So I think I've exonerated Odell Beckham Jr. And now you've got uh, people out there saying, oh, it's a bad look. He's trying to get a contract. How could he do this? Man, you don't see him smoke the weed. Uh, We don't know whether or not that was cocaine. It could have been Comet. It could have been Fun Dip. Uh, it could have been some of that uh, Ajax, Com, whatever, same thing. It could have been some of that pixie duh, that pixie stick stuff uh, that the kids uh, eat out of the straw that gives you like a cavity. It's not fine to eat. It's disgusting, as a matter of fact. Um, like there, it could be a lot of different things on that mirror. And I have a I have a bigger issue with the woman that's making out with him while he's asleep. Like like what does she do at cemeteries? Like grab a shovel. And uh, and find out who's who's been dead the longest. I mean, that's bizarre. That's like necrophilia type stuff. So I I, I think I we already sorted all this stuff out for the NFL and for the Giants. The fact that they're trying to step in now and people are trying to figure it out figure out whether or not it's a bad look for Odell Beckham. I think he's fine. I don't have an issue with it. We sorted through all that stuff here. So just trying to do our part, man. Trying to do our part. The NCAA tournaments, by the way, the brackets will come out 6 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, they're reportedly going to do it alphabetically, and then they're going to release the actual brackets, which is going to piss a lot of people off. It's going to bother a lot of people. They're going to be very angry about that because they've got OCD, and they've got to have their routine stay as their routine. So that'll be coming up at 6 p.m. Eastern time. I do a show with Brady Quinn here on Fox Sports Radio Sundays from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, 5 to 8 Pacific time. We will have a bracket challenge on the show. I will tweet out details to that, basically how it's going to work. Brady and I are going to do our brackets. You're going to do yours, and you're going to get a beating. You won't beat us. Same thing happened last year. That's how that's going to work. Okay, so moment of truth is here. Iowa Sam, uh, don't give away the results because we'll let the breathalyzer do it. But are you feeling, should we feel confident we're going to get a third hour? I'm feeling something, Jonas. Okay. All right, man. So you've blown into the breathalyzer, connected to the board. Let's get a reading here on the air. All right. Come on, man. I prepped. Okay. All right. Almost. I prepped a third hour, man. I want my damn third hour. All right. What are the results? Give it to us, baby. Third hour, baby. Come on. Come on. You son of a... Come on, man. I prepped a third hour, you damn bastard. What's wrong with you? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com. High Five Casino.